0: Welcome
1: back, Subject. Today's staff will have you listen to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming every week in a small bite-sized download. Robots Radio presents... Rated M for Mature. <laughs>
2: Welcome back, everybody, to the Download Weekly Gaming News, the show where we give you the deal on the latest in gaming every week in a small, bite-sized download. My name is Jameson.
0: And my name is Brenna.
2: And we're back with another week. More news going on. Somehow, just a ton of stuff just happened out of nowhere, which is odd considering there's like a whole lot of nothing. Happening in actuality,
0: yeah. And there's no real like game stuff, but it's a bunch of weird sort of gossip, like TMZ sort of drama.
2: Yeah, and I'm getting over the whole speculation <laughs> thing and all that because it's it's that's it's literally all it's become is it's just like oh here this is going to happen maybe and it's like years later that it actually happens. So it's getting it's getting old. Oh, it's getting tiresome. Yes, very very tiresome. But we're here, we got, uh, we're sponsored by Loot Crate Gamefly, Greenman Gaming, NordVPN, you know the deal with all of those links in the description if you are interested, it's another way to support the show. But with that, we're just going to dive on in. So PlayStation has found themselves, I guess, in a little bit of hot water with uh, their... what's the their groundbreaking dual
1: shock yeah Yeah. their
2: groundbreaking dual dual sense controller yeah dual shock dual sense uh so many similar names but uh they are now being sued and it is a class action lawsuit uh over controller drift a defect in the controllers that sony was aware of and did not disclose and the suit calls sony's conduct fraudulent deceptive unlawful and unfair man they really pulled out their thought their
0: thesaurus
2: Thesaurus for that one yeah it's gonna be a night i can tell already so sorry uh,
1: i can get this
0: over
2: (laughs) so i don't know how much like this is the first i'm hearing about controller problems. yeah
0: So I haven't really heard any personal stories, but I guess the defect results in characters or gameplay moving on the screen without the user commanding it um, with the joystick.
2: And this has been a ongoing issue for the Nintendo Switch that's had a lot of trouble. But I something must be going on in Japan is all I know with these, uh, these controllers because it's now an issue, obviously, with the PlayStation. Apparently, it's quite a widespread issue so if you've had a controller grift uh drop us a message on social media or on our discord let us know because this is honestly the first i'm hearing of it and all of a sudden it's
1: just a huge issue
0: yeah i don't which it seems kind of ridiculous that if playstation actually knew that there was a problem with their controllers that they would allow it to be manufactured and sold on this scale
2: Gotta beat those deadlines. Gotta gotta hit those revenue targets. You know, you think if Cyberpunk knew about all the bugs and glitches, that they would have not allowed it to be released. But See, you know, here's the one. That world is, we I guess, the in.
0: thing. Like they saw this game. They knew how bad it was. I don't know why they released they should just released it on PC. We'll never know. Anyways. Never know.
2: Ratchet and Clank has gotten a uh, release date once again June 11th exclusively for the PlayStation 5 and this will make it the first uh PlayStation 5 exclusive title all other wow. games have been just PlayStation exclusive releasing on the PS4 and the PS5 this will be the first title to be exclusive to the PS5 coming in June we'll see if it gets delayed or not just cuz that's also the world we live
0: in now did you see the price for it?
2: I did see the price. A the nice standard
0: pr- price is 70 dollars.:
2: Yeah, nice, crisp 70buckaroos. I don't know why.:
0: It should I mean, it's ratchet and clink, it's level design, and that's it.
2: Yeah, I don't know why. It's not uh, not a 70 game
1: for me. Nope. <sighs> nope.
2: Not not doing
0: this, not a fan.
1: You know, it's also a big sigh
2: is the developers of the new shooter Six Days in Fallujah saying the game is not political.
0: Saying that they're not going to take a political twist or go over the political things. What?
2: I mean, I don't know. I don't.
0: (sighs) Can you give some backstory for people that may not understand?
2: Well, in case you weren't born. The United States has been fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan for the last 20-ish years. And during the early to mid-years of the conflict, later renamed war, uh, Fallujah was a hot point. A lot of Marines fought in there, a lot of deaths. It was some of the most intense fighting of the conflict. Uh, very violent lots of deaths both military and civilian so they are making a shooter publisher the publisher is Victura. and the the game i guess is you they're,
0: just play they as they a tried to make it,
1: in Fallujah, yeah
0: and they tried to make it before didn't make it and now they're announcing it you know in this day and age which just seems stupid
2: yeah they tried to make it about 12 years ago and konami was the publisher and they dropped the game and so they've since found uh, a new person and obviously uh brought to it but the developer which is high Wire games has insisted it will not grapple with political machinations but honestly the whole point of the game sounds like it's meant to make you sympathize with uh marines during Fallujah that they were just doing their job which that in itself is a inherently political statement so it really is i don't want to get into the politics of this but when you pick a very specific event to make a game out of especially a war shooter game and you pick a Controversial war with a controversial battle. It's just, it's all political. It's like making a game about the Vietnam War. That game is entire. Every war game is political in some fashion.
0: If you're if you're basing it in real life, I think it's stupid. They could have just picked some fake, made up, random war that they came up with and still got the point across. It seems like it's a just bad. Bad decision to pick this.
2: I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, even Call of Duty dealt with this in the Modern Warfare game where they had the Highway of Death mission, which, you know, that was taking place in a fictional country, but it was based very much on very real events. So they were able to make a, to take that quote political stance. Uh so I mean, if you're gonna make a game like this, you just have to own it, I think.
0: Yeah, you got to go full in, like 100% in. Otherwise, people from both sides are going to come at you.
2: Yeah, and you can you can totally, you know, there's I don't know. I feel like I've been getting myself into hot water saying this, but I mean, you know, if you're if your whole point of the game is to, you know, show people what it was like for Marines on the ground, then you just show them that. and. You know, that's just that is what it is. But you got to show them everything. And I guess ah, that's that's even political, too. It's just not a good situation. It
0: is. Yeah, the the whole thing is super political.
2: Indeed. You know, it's also not a good situation is uh, cyberpunk. The situation they have found themselves in when they got hacked last week. Um, And so they released a statement. Uh, talking about the hack that uh, it was ransomware and they a bunch of their data was compromised. They stated that no personal data of players was compromised. However, employee information was compromised. Uh, internal communications were compromised. Uh, coding servers were all compromised. And they even left like a little note. Uh, let's see note i can't even read that that's too tiny but basically they're saying you know pay us millions of dollars or we're going to dump all of your documents on the internet and they have so they sold the end of last week the source code to the witcher 3 and cyberpunk 2077 supposedly went for seven million dollars
1: on the dark web Who?
0: Why would someone buy that?
1: I mean, do you know how
2: valuable like source code is like that? Like they basically just gave you all the code to a video game. You could essentially just drop in your own models and you have a video game ready to go. Like that is and this is a game that just made like hundreds of millions of dollars in the current state that it is.
0: Yeah, but I mean, wouldn't that it just seems like if you had come into possession of that, and you tried to publish something with that already like known code, I don't think that it would go well legally.
2: I mean, how do you how do people know that you've used that code?
0: I mean, it's there. I don't know. You can be investigated. I'm sure they can investigate it if somehow it seemed fishy or it got leaked
2: but uh it obviously doesn't bode well for cd project red considering that uh a lot of their internal communications have also been yeah uh, stolen so and i
0: employees, that's a little that sucks what'd you say and employees their information has been i mean you don't know They said no personal data for players, but obviously personal data for employees seems probably worse. I'm not going to lie, because they usually have a lot more, I don't know, things on file. I mean, direct deposit accounts, those type of things, maybe even Social Security.
2: Yeah, or whatever the Polish equivalent of that is. Yeah. but uh, Yeah, it's... Does not bode well. I'll be very curious to see what does get leaked over the coming weeks and months, especially if it pertains to what happened with, with Cyberpunk. That would be most interesting to know.
0: My thing is they they sold source code. That's obviously that's a big no, no. You can get into a lot of trouble, get whatever fines and jail time. If they start selling people's personal information, I feel like that's a different line that they would just dig the hole even further. And I don't know if there's coming back from that.
2: Probably not, but, you know, they don't even know who did it yet. So it's going to take a lot of time and effort to figure it out. And a lot of these groups, if they're capable of pulling off something this large, you know, then they're pretty, they're probably pretty good at covering their tracks. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. Well,
0: modern e th- day heist
2: I know e three is coming back this year uh because nobody asks, and yep. it's going to be a one hundred percent digital event, and it will be three days, June fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth with multiple keynotes from game partners, an award show, and a preview show the night before I don't know what point of the preview show is because how are like influencers and other media people or gamers or streamers going to participate in a
1: digital event like this
0: there i mean obviously they could probably just conference room it have multiple people in there i don't know
2: but it, but like one of the big things about E3 in the past was that, oh, this is a chance for influencers, streamers, et cetera, to show up to talk to devs and to get their hands like on the game, get to play stuff. So I, I find it very doubtful that they'll just be sending out game files to people for people mm-hmm. to play unreleased content. So I don't know.
0: I don't know. And I mean, obviously, maybe not obviously, but they could have people there just not um, like purchasable tickets because they've done that. I mean, obviously, with an award show, they could have a group of people there at the award show and just have it recorded. And it's only like developers or people that would possibly win the awards.
2: Well, and apparently several several developers have already backed out of this Solid. E3, uh, because they'd rather do their own digital event or participate in other digital events rather than paying, this is a quote from one person, paying a six-figure sum to join E3's 2021 schedule. What? Where, where is that money going to if all I, these uh, companies are having to pay to participate?
0: I mean, obviously, some of it goes into putting it on, right? putting on the shows, the graphics, like paying people, the venue, that type of stuff.
2: They have none of that this year, though. It's all digital. They don't.
0: Right. So there is a back end of preparation. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, even even when it was in person, the amount of money to purchase a ticket as just a normal person. And, you know, those sales probably paid.
2: That was inconvenient
0: highly
2: yes recording software decided to stop recording gotta love it uh yeah so i don't and we don't need any more digital conferences so i wish everyone would just stop because at this point all these events are is like here's a trailer for a game coming out in four to eight years and then said game comes out and it looks nothing like that so
1: i'm
0: personally go ahead the whole summer of whatever that we had and it was just summer long every two weeks I feel like there was like so many different award shows or events or it was whatever they wanted to call it
2: it was so annoying I was so over it it was just it was like three months of just constant
0: disappointment (laughs) yes yes just yeah. it's funny that they they reveal these things but it feels more like a speculation they're like oh here's this possible game that um, maybe has these things and it's coming from the developer
2: i i, I hate you for drawing that line i appreciated <laughs> it but oh god i hated it yep uh yeah so that's the big stuff uh but on to some stuff you might have missed there is actually some good like little gems this week that yeah. I, uh, I really liked. The first one I did not like. No. Uh, Google Stadia says it will add more than 100 games to its service by the end of 2021. So my first question is, did they add like the 120 games that they said they were going to add last year? Probably like, not. I want to know how I want to know how close they got to their
1: to their number. Did they hit it?
0: I mean, we could probably look up how many games were released on Stadia last year.
1: Maybe.
2: I I don't know that uh, I care
0: that much to find out. I don't
1: either.
2: I don't either. This also comes like two weeks after Stadia announced that they're shutting down their internal studios after not releasing a single game. Um, And they said uh, they just, I don't know. So they said they were basically they were just going to partner with already existing studios to release their games on their platform and it will just be a platform. And one person who used to work for Stadia even commented Google was a terrible place to make video games. Imagine Amazon but under-resourced, which that is just shocking it's but not shocking.
0: Yeah, I, Stadia needs to just go. Like you need to just die.
2: Well, on top of that, The developer of Terraria, Andrew Spinks, said he is done with Google, and he has also canceled his uh, development of Terraria for Google Stadia. And this followed after three weeks of him getting locked out of all of his Google accounts and his Google Drive, and then subsequently getting his email terminated, his accounts terminated, and all of his data stored in his accounts or tied to his accounts gone. So he even he's been trying for weeks to get help from Google. They said he said they gave him nothing but the runaround. He tried to get help from YouTube, which is also owned by Google and they didn't help him. Uh and then he tweeted that he's just he's done. He can't access his YouTube channel. He lost his uh Gmail address of 15 years. He lost oh. all of his Google Drive data. He lost all of his he said, my phone lost access to thousands of dollars of apps on Google Play. He just even bought Lord of the Rings 4K. Bro, sounds like it's time to switch to an iPhone. Uh, but that's just like, wow, that upset me. But that also scared me. Like, yeah, seriously. If, like what if Google just decided like, hey, your account's gone?
0: Yeah, and I, that's honestly giving me anxiety because I have a lot of research on my, my drives.
2: It was giving me anxiety, too, just thinking about it. Like, I don't even have that much stuff on my Google Drive. But just to so suddenly lose access to, like, my email?
1: not nah. yeah. Like, how do you go about fixing
0: that? I You you, you would have to create... A, you'd have to use Yahoo? Like, what do you use? <sighs> I, I wouldn't touch Yahoo. I don't...
2: I mean... I use Google for so much because of like the show and everything too. But I also use it for some of my personal email. I use the Google Drive, like just all of that just to be gone would just be
0: like. My school, all of it is linked through Google.
2: Like I, I saw that and all that made me want to do is change everything from Google. Like let's let's use Google as little as possible.
0: seriously oh man i use the sheets and like the the docs so much because microsoft is so expensive and i've run out of all the student trials that i could get and that's honestly it's amazing and i don't know what i would do without it
2: use microsoft like everybody else oh you plebeian
0: hey man it's nice and you know it we use docs
2: You know that's probably why all your your stat stuff sucks is because you're not using Excel. Because I will say Google Sheets is nothing compared to Excel.
0: No, I use Excel. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we're good then. You're smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Valheim is one of the most successful survival games on Steam yet, and wow. in addition to that, it's like two weeks old. Fantastic. It is hit on February 14th. It hit an all time high of nearly 400,000 concurrent players playing. The game has already sold more than 2 million copies in its first two weeks. And it's currently rocking a 96% positive review. Dang. On Steam with tens of thousands of reviews. Like, I am so excited to play this game yeah i got it installed and ready just waiting (sighs) on a certain someone
0: i'm ready i will install
2: good good uh i also don't know how i feel about borderlands 3 movie we we talked about kevin hart but these two latest developments i'm just i i don't know what this movie's going to be anymore (laughs)
0: I mean, th- okay, the thing is, it needs to be absurd, and it's looking like it's going to be.
2: I just, is it live action? That's what I need to know. Is, is like, because the two latest additions to the movie are Jamie Lee Curtis to play Dr. Tannis. She's, like, 60 now, maybe 70. She's
0: hilarious, but yeah.
2: Is she is she gonna move? She's an action <laughs> star. Like... I don't and then
0: Jack Black
2: to play Claptrap,
0: which
1: I love it so much.
0: I, I these are I think I I mean Kate Blanchett's gonna be in it too.
2: I mean she did a really good job as uh, Helga in Thor Ragnarok.
0: She is great in that movie. I love her. I just there are so many big names and like some of them are absurd. And well, don't...
2: what's his name? The short the short comedian guy, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart was signed to play like this absolutely massive wall of a human. Like, d- did they mistake him for for Dwayne Johnson uh, or something? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wait, in the recording booth. It looks like this is not going to be live action. I'm so excited to be to reunite Jack this time in the recording booth.
2: Brenna, he's playing a small robot.
0: I understand that, but I'm thinking that just everyone reunite people together in a recording booth.
1: I I think it's going to be live
0: action. All right. I hope so. I think it's going to be live action.
1: We'll see. We'll see.
2: He
0: definitely is the right choice for the role, though.
1: Yeah, but if you're going to
2: I feel like if you're going to make a Borderlands movie, why
1: not just get the voice actor for Claptrap?
0: Like, I don't just know. It's Claptrap. just. It, but I, I understand that, but I, I don't just know. Get it. Yeah. People want to hear what they want. Do you remember when Beyonce said, let's go, let's go, girls? and like lion king and everyone lost it
1: No. <laughs> what
2: are you,
0: you talking remember? about? Yeah.
1: What happened? I asked. That's what I asked.
0: Did you not watch the live action? No. Lion King? Oh my god. There's a point cuz she plays Nala.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's a point where like, you know how at the very end and she like gets all the other lionesses up and then they like fight and have that big battle, right? Okay. And so she stands up and she's like, let's go, girls. And then everyone was like, ah, oh, they freaked out in the movie theaters because she had said one word. Like, let's go. Oh, it's just a know. familiar. It's pop culture, Jameson. Stop looking so old.
1: <laughs> Better watch yourself. I'm ready. I'm just Kingdom Hearts. I'm very excited that Kingdom
2: Hearts is coming to PC, but the moment I read that as an Epic Games Store exclusive,
1: I just closed that tab. Just.
0: Goodbye. Yeah, I've, I need to really purchase Satisfactory on Steam so I can forever get rid of Epic Games on my computer.
1: I have Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is fun.
0: Yeah, I need to get that.
1: I just hate Tim Sweeney. If it wasn't for Tim Sweeney, Epic
2: Games would actually be wonderful.
0: You know, you're not wrong about that.
2: Once they added features, of course, customer service and allowed for proper refunds.
0: I don't know the things that started 10 years ago.
2: The basics. Yeah. Uh, You know what's not basic, though, is this metahuman project that Unreal announced. This is is like part of my language. This is badass. Like yeah. I am, I am actually pretty stoked for this. So, what they're adding a feature to the Unreal Engine that will cut the time and expertise needed to make, uh, like models, like it, digital models. And so they're making, they're calling it the MetaHuman Creator, and it's so it will be a app powered by Unreal, so it works seamlessly with Unreal, but all sorts of other development engines. And so it will allow you to basically like just create fully modeled and rigged characters and then you can just export them to the engine of your choice and they are 100% ready to go. Like for animation they're they have all fully rigging, all their mesh, their skeletons, like their materials, their textures. Like if this is does what is promised, oh my God. Like that, just.
0: I believe the Unreal Engine will be able to deliver that, though. And this I, is and for I think Unreal Engine
2: Four. Can you imagine this running with Unreal Engine Five?
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: That could be sick.
0: I and this is going to be great. I mean, imagine everyone else, all the developers or people that have to create these things. You know, it's going to cut their work time down drastically.
2: Well, yeah, not only that, too, but it will also make for just, it'll just, it closes the gap between the bigger studios and the smaller guys. It will give regular people access to high-end tech that they couldn't normally do without having,
1: you know, a full, like, mocap studio.
0: Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I'm looking at some of these just screen captures, like, the amount of detail just in the pores and like the peach fuzz and the texturing on the face is ridiculous, yeah, but I
2: mean again, just because I'm familiar with some of the stuff, that's just screen caps like I can just pause that in my like ten eighty p like cheese block looking thing. I can hit render yeah. and upscale four k and I can you know print out this nice per picture thing but still it's it's going to be a pretty amazing software um. But moving along, I don't know what Pokemon is doing anymore. What what have what have they become? Because Pokemon is doing a concert with Post Malone. For the
1: celebration of Pokemon Day. Why this guy? Out of all the guys. Confused. Psyduck used confusion on me and it was Okay, super so the effective. thing
0: is very effective, yeah. I it's they Fortnite did it, right, with Travis Scott. It went well. I understand Travis Scott too, because that's like a younger pop generation type thing. And I do understand that so is Post Malone. Probably not the age group that they should, you know what I mean? It's definitely not the right target. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I also don't know how I... F-
0: I, I is he know. even a? Is he a huge Probably. fan?
1: Probably. I also don't know how I feel about Pokemon reprinting cards.
0: Why does it even matter? I don't... I mean, I know that they're making a lot of money recently. It's kind of... Come to the forefront again, you well, know. All of these cards card being sold for like
2: 180,000, and then we talked about that Pokemon card box, that unopened first edition box that sold for like almost 400,000. So I guess they're gonna reprint old cards, but that kind of defeats the purpose
1: of. It'll just so,
0: decrease I don't know what the Pokemon price. Yeah, here. I don't
2: know
1: why they're still doing Pokemon cards, to be honest.
2: But it is.
0: No one plays. I, I didn't don't know. i Think I knew that people plays. that
2: played Yu-Gi-Oh, but apparently Yu-Gi-Oh is still a thing.
0: I I apparently that is actually a very big thing to still. To I duel, didn't know that either. Brenna. Dude, I always wanted one of those toy things what? that had, like, the forearm.
2: I was Dude, so I wanted one because so by the bad. time I had the money to go and buy one for myself, my friends were like, eh, it's not cool anymore. And I was like, are you...
0: Okay, you know, it's still kind of cool. I used it,
2: like, <laughs> once because I made one of my friends use it. I was so bummed. Like, it was... It was like the coolest you know, thing I'm, for like a couple months and then they just moved on by the time that I got one. I was just like, oh.
0: I'm just going to use that when I play magic. It's just going to hold all my cards.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing,
0: <laughs> Right? I'll just repaint it so that it has the different mana symbols.
1: That'd be funny. Uh, speaking of magic, a
2: first... Adi- first generation magic card from 1993 uh black lotus has broken its record for the previously highest sold magic card by selling once again for 511 dollars. $511, like that's more than any of those pokemon cards we just talked about like why?
0: why? Yes. That's a house. Yes. That's like, that's a house. Yes.
1: And they spent it on a square piece of paper. Children's trading card yeah. game.
0: I, you know, I don't. Black loaded. We're moving I, on. Uh, moving on. Clearly. Yeah, I'm fumbling around. I can't believe on. it.
2: Uh, Microsoft has. Uh, I guess, put together a new subsidiary studio or something called Vault. We're not, no one really knows what it's goal, what it's for, but people are guessing that Vault will be like the, will replace the Zenimax, basically, and it will cover all of the Bethesda stuff, which, you know, is like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, all that jazz. So that was interesting and random. Uh, no one asked... But we are getting a second Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
0: Sonic. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It did well, didn't it?
2: I don't know. I still haven't seen it. I still I do still want to actually watch I, it. I
0: don't, I don't know that I care to watch it.
2: We got to watch it just once. Just once. <laughs> okay. For the memes.
0: It didn't take much to. to convince. You know, what we me. still
1: also have to watch.
0: Cats. So much. We have to be. I remember our agreement
1: with cats. Yeah. We ha- yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh,
2: but Sonic the Hedgehog 2 will feature Tails. And that's funny because Tails has two tails.
0: I don't like it because my mind immediately just goes to all the furry stuff. Huns.
1: You're a dirty person.
0: No, I'm scared. That's what it is. Uh, you're a
1: dirty person. So, Brenna.
0: <gasps>
1: Rainbow Six Quarantine, are you ready?
0: I'm super excited for it. I wanted it to come out meow.
2: So, no re- it got game details got leaked. No, this is un this is all unofficial stuff, but game details got leaked, uh patch notes including the patch size got leaked. And so it looks like it's close. Uh, and so the it speculation is before October this year, based on the Yay. based on the current patch notes. So I'm excited. Been waiting for this one. This is a,
0: a reasonable. Yeah, I and mean, we haven't seen a lot. They announced it, and they were like, "Hey, this is a thing that we did, you know, years ago, a few years ago, and now we're going to make it a standalone game." We haven't really heard much. And then now we're kind of getting a little tidbit and it's looking like maybe October. This is perfect. Do these things.
2: Yeah, they showed a teaser announcing the project. I'm totally okay with teasers to announce stuff because it was like, you know, a minute long. We saw literally nothing and it was like Rainbow Six quarantine. We heard some zombie sounds and some gunfire. That's a teaser that's yeah. a teaser there's nothing shown but it gets you like oh something's coming something's on the horizon i'm okay with teasers it's when you show me full trailers for a game and then that game just you know is either years away from release or it just ends up nothing like that that's when we have problems uh, yeah what i don't have problems with is this upcoming ubisoft star wars game i'm oof, i don't have problems yet were cautiously optimistic. So they did some interviews with some of the people working on the project as well as some of the Ubisoft peoples about the game. And so a couple things they've said is, you know, there's no dates. There better not be any goddamn dates. Uh, the game's too early in development. <laughs> uh, it's We obviously know it's being done by Massive Studio and they will be utilizing the Snowdrop engine, which is what... Uh, a lot of the new Ubisoft titles running on most notably the division and they're going to uh, try some new things which I guess they have to because it's it's Star Wars and so they have a lot of studios but uh, they stated that you can still expect to see more from division that massive is a massive studio
1: so they are more than capable of uh, handling the the stuff why do I have? It's just Discord. I had some bad packet loss.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: So I don't know what I just lost there, but we'll keep we'll keep plugging away. It's just one of those nights, people. We're just gonna power through. Uh, EA's got a unannounced shooter project in development. Um, We know that they're working on Battlefront three, but this is appears to be something else. Kind of like it's gonna be something like Fallen Order, where it'll be more of a single player. That's interesting. Uh, Last week, a bunch of people at EA got together all week to evaluate the status of Anthem and whether or not uh, to continue fixing it and try and overhaul it or to cut their losses and end the project permanently. And no decision has been been announced yet, but my guess is if it's taken longer than a week, eh, I don't know. They say that they would need at least uh, there's currently 30 people working on the, t- on the game and they would say at minimum they would need at least 100 to continue. It does not
0: seem worth it.
2: It doesn't. It does not seem worth it at all to me.
0: Just like, start just- a new game and make it what you wanted it to be. Because trying to get people excited about this game again is just not going to happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would just move on at this point. Uh, you know, Twitch streamers, I don't know if this is, this is all, this is a speculation. But uh, I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibilities. So the Twitch streamer, Azra, has been accused of faking a stalker to promote her Twitch channel. Um, she was, I guess, online and then was worried that someone was watching her and then posted a picture of her like hiding by her bed in a very oddly compromising position, saying that she saw someone watching her through her window. And then, of course, included. I mean,
0: you can see a face in the window.
1: Yeah. But then why do you just link your Twitch after that?
2: Like, oh, hey, guys, the stalker was watching me on stream you can watch my stream here
1: every day <laughs> like that's it's just
0: I yeah. don't know it's fishy it doesn't look right it doesn't yeah it doesn't i mean this person's like twitch photo is
2: exactly what is that photo? like
0: all these all these photos yeah are they doing the ahigo
2: i guess so and i mean did you just did you click on her on her twitter profile I don't,
0: i'm scared there's i'm so scared i'll try there's
2: it. a lot of like i'm not sure sh- wow okay i'm not sure if this is an OnlyFans account or a twitch stream <laughs> let's let's be honest y-
0: you know either is that a hot tub
2: oh yeah she does have an OnlyFans account it's right there pinned <sighs> at the top with her fantastic with her
1: stuck in a washer yeah that's oh guys don't worry i she's, feel gross she's just gonna do a casual hot
2: tub stream before playing some gta because i'm sure that you know all of that is totally within twitch's uh content policy
0: I, but i don't understand is this is like a blow-up hot tub that is somehow just like in the middle of their living room
1: where are you seeing pictures of a hot tub
0: Scroll down. There's videos.
1: What the F? F? Like, how is this on Twitch?
2: Twitch is over here busy like, nah, we can't use version simp or incel. Naked chicks doing hot tub streams. You Got it, man.
0: Perfectly fine. Done.
2: This this is this is why we all hate Twitch. I'm I I can't say anything else about that. I'm going to lean towards this anymore. You know, I don't, you know, how I don't, I don't feel. A, why, why are they making a Dungeons and Dragons movie? And
0: how are they making a Dungeons and Dragons movie?
2: Why is Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith and Chris Pine doing it?
0: Okay, there are so many movie stars that just love D&D and have done it, you know, before they got famous, but also. I'm confused. How are you going to make a and d movie? What's the plot? What are you... Are you sure it's not just a fantasy movie? It would ju- So you mean you're just making a fantasy movie? I, I, don't, the, I it, don't
2: know. The, and why...
0: The logic. Why it make sense. Joe
2: Magniliano? I know I pronounce his last name wrong every time. But why not have him do it? Manganiello. Because it's not like he yeah. isn't a massive D&D fan. And it's not like he doesn't run one of the most widely known celebrity D&D
1: games ever. Like, get him yep. to do this movie.
0: Disgraceful. I, there's so many other people. Like, uh, oh no. I'm not going to remember his name. Never mind. Yeah.
2: You know what's also impressive, is with all this uh, Valheim news too, is Steam managed to beat its concurrent player, concurrent player count not once but twice in a week uh
1: they you know go ahead
0: oh i I, there's been a lot of hullabaloo a lot of downfall with consoles i think lately just in games in general and then trying to get them and it's difficult and i feel like a lot of people are kind of just people have a desktop you know most people have some sort of computer And now they're just downloading Steam on it. And I feel like that's probably what's going on here.
2: I mean, they have over 100 million something active users and almost a billion accounts. So yeah, that's it's crazy numbers, crazy numbers. Uh, What's also crazy is after almost six years of trying to get the Nemesis system patented, Warner Brothers has finally succeeded. Uh, If you're familiar with the Shadow of War games, the nemesis system, a lot of S's right there next to each other, is the, like, key point of the game is that the game randomly generates these orcs. It provides them with backstories, and then they face you, and not only do they, like, face you, but they remember, they learn, they adapt. Uh, And it was a pretty revolutionary system when it came out like just the people have done other similar things but this was this was pretty pretty spectacular pretty awesome um so it took them years to get it patented be just because there was they had to find the they had to walk the fine line without stepping on other studios that had other similar patents already so crazy I don't know if whether that's a good thing for gaming or a bad thing well we'll see see. yeah but uh that'll do it for this week some game release dates uh two weeks ago we had Apex Legends Season 8 Destruction All-Stars Luciform and Valheim and Niho 2 and then last week we had Doors of Insanity The Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon Little Nightmares 2 which I've heard is absolutely terrifying uh and really catchers it's a little like cartoon like horror game but apparently it's actually quite terrifying so
0: that a lot of audio tracks can just make anything absolutely terrifying
2: indeed indeed yeah but that's gonna do it for this week uh some little kind of up little uh, upcoming news jesus uh, the website <laughs> just surrender to it uh, The website is going to be receiving some work over the next couple months as I kind of update and fix and streamline some things. And then ultimately, once we complete our uh, new project with GitRec Labs, the website's gonna get a complete overhaul. Uh, But uh, we can't tell you about that until we get a little bit closer. So just have to wait and see. Uh, But thank you guys for always listening to us. We're glad that, you know, you around, that you're coming back, tuning back in. So uh, great stuff is on the horizon. Thank you to those who support us on Patreon T Dr. Brandroid, Durka, Poolfire93, Miller, Cyber Shorty, Old Stray Dog. You can find us on any podcast platform and all over the socials and interwebs. Best place to find all that info, though, is on the About Us page, DLGamingNews.com. That'll do it for this week. Good luck and have fun, everybody.
0: And remember, keep your goose loose.
1: My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. Since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on that promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega.
2: The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes,
3: Spotify, and many great podcasting sources. among them two former rivals whose blood feud will tear west virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival chad a vault bro who has a strength of 15 an intelligence of two and is a complete wasteland dickhead And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R, now streaming on your hollow tape player, podcasty thing.